All right. Hello. Hello. All right. We are back for week five of the Zoo and Goo podcast. How are you doing, Zoo? Good. How are you? Good. I'm doing pretty good. All right. I want to start off with the World Series. Um, I know that it concluded two days ago. Mm-hmm. This is another Thursday episode because we couldn't record the other couple days. But uh, I saw that they pulled the pitcher. It was more of an analytical thing, but uh, you didn't like the call. Explain about that. Yeah, definitely, definitely did not like that. He had so Blake Snell had seventy five pitches, and I believe he did not give up that many hits. And I understand what the manager was doing because M- former MVP Mookie Betts was coming up to the plate. But I feel like elimination game, you got to ride or die with your uh, with your starting pitcher, and then the reliever comes in and pretty much blows the game. So. Yeah, I watched the game. The only baseball game I've really watched all year, I watched like the final six innings of it, and I didn't understand the call either. I don't even know very much about baseball. Maybe I should be the next uh, Rays manager. Yeah, I really. He gets fired. All right, uh, this week I just I'm gonna do a rundown of pretty much. We're gonna do a rundown of pretty much every single game because I think I watch every game. So starting with that Thursday night game, an Eagles comeback into the Giants. How do you feel about that? Well, that was a hell of a game, and if the Eagles. The Eagles are going to be one of those teams that, like, squeaks out these these Ws. So, I think it's going to be very interesting for the Eagles the rest of the year. Um, but the Giants, I mean, Daniel Jones, I don't I don't think he's it. You got to go find someone else. I don't know whether it's through the draft or free agency, but Giants definitely tanking. Eagles may, maybe make the playoffs. We'll see. Yeah, my thing with uh, the Giants is Daniel Jones is kind of like a Josh Rosen to me. They're kind of similar in the way they play. And I think it's going to be similar what happens both of them. I think that the Giants should definitely move on from Daniel Jones, you know, after after this week. And then the Eagles, they're in the, they're leading the NFC East for whatever that means. They're two, four, and one. And they should be they should have three wins after this week. So we'll see what happens to them. All right, next game was Panthers Saints. Uh Saints pulled away with a three point victory, but it was definitely closer than people thought. No Michael Thomas or Emmanuel Sanders, but I still think the Saints should have won by a lot more. I mean, that shouldn't be that close to the game against the Panthers with no McCaffrey. Yeah, but you got to think, I mean, Drew Brees doesn't have much to throw to right now. So I think I think when Michael Thomas comes back, if I don't know if he comes back this week. He's he just now getting to practice, so I don't think he's going to come back. But once Michael Thomas comes back, I think the Saints offense is going to take off. Mm, well, we'll see if he can stay in a game or stay in practice. Uh, next game was Bills Jets closer, and then a lot of people thought I saw like a little interview where a guy said, "If you don't beat the Jets by double digits, it's basically a loss." They didn't even score a touchdown the whole game. They still threw and moved the ball quite well. And they missed two field goals, threw a pit, fumbled in the red zone, but no touchdown. Uh, the Bills have kind of looked shaky. Ever since their first loss, they're still at the top of the AFC East with a 5-2 and two record, and I think they should beat the Patriots this weekend, but if they don't, then I don't know. Is it time to worry about the Bills? I'm not very impressed with the Bills right now. I'm, I'm a little bit upset that they keep, like, they're struggling right now. I, I was getting excited to watch Josh Allen, but he, I mean, you don't score a touchdown against the Jets. It's, I mean, that, that's a problem right there, so, so something's got to be figured out. Yeah, I'm not hitting the panic button yet, but they're definitely looking more like pretenders instead of contenders. 
at least right now. Uh, Browns, Bengals, you know, another exciting high-scoring game like it was earlier this year. Uh, I really thought Joe Burrow was going to win. I think we both predicted the Bengals would win, but the Browns did pull it out with a, I'm going to say, pretty pretty good comeback drive by Baker Mayfield with under a minute left. Threw a dime to Peebles-Jones in the corner of the end zone. I'm definitely not in on the Baker hype because I definitely like that cycle where he's definitely going to get rocked this week by whatever team he plays. But, I mean, it was a good game. They won. Well, the Browns 5-2 and two now. And that AFC North division, I think that's the right one, is stacked. Like, that is a tough division to be in. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say this. I think Baker, I mean, because remember his rookie year, everyone was saying, oh, Baker this, Baker that. So, is was the problem, maybe the problem was that he was forcing balls to OBJ that he really shouldn't be throwing. I don't really know, but I think I think he can... I think he might be able to thrive in in a place where he does not have to throw the ball to OBJ. Like he doesn't feel obligated to do that. So let's see. Yeah, I feel like with a younger quarterback and a first year head coach, he felt obligated to throw and force balls into star wide receivers. And I think without one of them, I'm not gonna say they're gonna be a better team without him, but I think the offense might do better without him. And I also think the Bengals are kind of similar to the Giants. They're losing games, but they're fighting hard. They're not out of these games. These are games that are they're close. I mean, they're they have a good bright future. Like I think the Bengals could be the Dolphins of last year, who were in games. They were playing competitively, and they uh, now they're three and three and potential playoff team. Yeah, I agree. the The Bengals the Bengals are sort of the opposite situation with the Giants in regards to which side of the ball plays better. You know, the Giants have a very good or I wouldn't say very good, but they have a pretty good defense. And the Bengals don't really have that good of a defense. So I mean, I think I think that Burrow's gonna be a beast. I mean, he's he's playing really well. Yeah, the rookie quarterbacks are really like surprised me. They're playing really well. And they just trade away Carlos Dunlap. But I mean Definitely a good it, trade for them though. I uh, yeah. He was not good. I mean he was good, but he wasn't good for them. Yeah. They're going for a younger team. He's kind of an older player. So. Yeah. All right. Continuing on, we got the Cowboys, Washington. Some people saw it as a shock. I mean, I thought the Cowboys were going to steamroll Washington. It happened the opposite way. Washington steamrolled the Cowboys. Andy Dalton did get injured off one of the dirtiest hits of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I did like the Terry play where Trayvon Diggs was talking trash to him, and then yeah. he cradled the baby after he scored. That was pretty awesome, but. I think Washington has a chance to win the division. That division's awful. I, I mean, do you want to win the NFC East if you're a team in the NFC East? Uh, I don't know. I mean, if I'm Washington, I like that I'm being competitive because I, sort of, I sort of feel like with Ron Rivera, you definitely need to be some – like some, some you have to be better than last year. But it was a real tone setter when after, after – so Kyle Allen – couldn't get in on the they, they couldn't get in on the fourth and goal and then after that Collins gets the strip sack and they get a safety in the end zone that was a real tone setter I think that set the tone for the whole game yeah uh, I don't know if I want to win the NFC I think if you win the NFC you're just you're losing in the first round you're basically wasting a game so all those teams are awful but I mean the Eagles potentially if they can get everyone back could of a fight in the playoffs i don't know i i really don't know that division's so weird to me yeah 
continuing on, Packers, Texans, Packers ruled the Texans. There's nothing really to talk about this game. Devonta Adams just played insanely well, and Aaron Rodgers had a real bounce back game. That's really it. Yeah, not not much else to add on. I did see trade rumors about Will Fuller. You all know the trade deadline is coming up on Tuesday, which we'll definitely talk about because it, I think it ends trade deadlines at 12 p.m. on Tuesday. Right, that's what yeah, and I think Will Fuller is definitely going to get moved. I feel like the Texans might make some really stupid, maybe smart. I don't know. They're going to make some interesting trades. That's all I'm, that's all I'm going to say. Three teams that are going into a rebuild, Texans, Patriots, Cowboys. It's what's going to happen. I would like to see the Seahawks give up. So I don't know what picks they have this year, but they definitely should give up multiple picks for Gilmore. I would definitely buy in. I think that teams in the NFC are really going to have to go all in. People see Buccaneers going all in. Packers haven't made a single move, and the Seahawks signed on that. But, I mean, they're going to have to go all in because that Buccaneers team is really the good. The Packers have to get some offensive help. It just can't It can't just be Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. They have to get Will Fuller. They have to get maybe – I don't know if they trade with the Lions to get Marvin Jones. I don't know if you do in-division trades there, but – yeah, I don't think they do individual trades. I don't think any trades in that division because it is kind of close. That division is definitely not like, a far reach. So we'll see. Uh, next game, Todd Gurley accidental touchdown. Lions win. Lions are slept on. I'm gonna be honest. They are a potential wild card team. They're three and three. Matt Stafford is flying under the radar. I think he's. Minimum top 15 quarterback in the NFL. I think he is – I think he might be a top 10 quarterback. We don't talk about yeah. him a lot. He's – I mean, if Mahomes does some of the things that he does, we're talking about Mahomes being this god. But, I mean, Stafford is – Stafford's very good quarterback. He's always been a very good quarterback. He's just not very ta- – he's not talked about very much because he plays for Detroit, and Detroit's never really all that good. Yeah, I mean he's he's been pretty good. We didn't we haven't really talked about him because he got injured last year, and then it pretty much everything has died down. Also, we didn't talk about Ben DiNucci, the new Cowboys starting quarterback. Um, I don't know how he does. He threw one thirty-yard pass. I think if you have any Cowboys wide receivers in fantasy, except for try Amari, to get rid of them. I would sit them. I think Amari might get traded. I think Amari might get traded at the deadline. Maybe he goes to the Packers. Packers, this is what's so interesting about this time of the season because a lot of players could get traded from these teams that aren't very good. Well, okay. I don't know if Amari will get dealt because I don't know. That's a weird one. Uh, Patriot, I saw I saw a Bleach Report notification. Everyone on the Patriots team is able to be get out. And they said every single person. They're listening to offers about every single person. Do you person. deal Cam? I don't know if you deal. No, not. I don't, I don't think, think you deal Cam, but. You, okay, wait. Do you think about dealing? Um, do you, I guess no one really wants Edelman now that he's hurt. I was. I don't know. No, no one wants Edelman. I think you deal Gilmore. I think if you're the Patriots, you deal Gilmore. He has his worst rating as a cornerback in the last seven years. He's clearly he, he at his peak last year, and I think he's declining now. But I think he's still a very good cornerback that can go to a team like Seattle or a team like Green Bay. And make a huge difference on their defense. I think Could we what, see Tampa Bay? Happen. I don't know what they're. No, there's no cap. way Tampa Bay has enough cap space to sign. He, Gilmore signed for ten million more. Mm-hmm. I think he had an extension. I mean, 
We'll see what happens there. Uh, Titans-Steelers. Steelers almost choked that game. They did not. They won the game because Gaskowski missed the field goal. But this week was definitely probably the most exciting week so far this season for all the football yeah, games. Yeah, definitely. But if you're the Steelers, do you make a move? You're 6-0. and What do you need if you're Steelers? Well, I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know what you need. Maybe you go buy low and get, like – get some offensive linemen? I, I don't really know. You I mean, you have a pretty good, good old line. Yeah, I mean, if anything, I think you get Haskins from this. From the yeah, Redskins honestly. And just have him as a backup. Round pick for Haskins? You say first no, round? Sixth round. Nah, probably like a third or fourth rounder. But... I don't know. I think uh, Ron Rivera doesn't really like Haskins. That's all I'm saying. I mean, yeah, but Haskins is worth more than a sixth round. They took him with like the 20th overall pick. Whatever. All right, next game, Buccaneers, Raiders. Buccaneers would romp the Raiders. Brady's looking like a 30-year-old quarterback at 43. He's only going to get better with his weapons. Gronk is – he's back. Gronk is back. Yeah. I think Gronk is back. You don't – if you're the Buccaneers, you don't need anyone because you pretty much have everyone. So they're pretty much set. I think right now, despite their – Five and two record of the best team in the NFC East, and until someone changes my opinion, I think that's what it is. They have the best defense in the NFC, I'm pretty sure, and definitely the best offense. If you're the Raiders, if you're John Gruden, do you trade your first round pick for for Gilmore? Like, I don't know if you have enough cap space over there, but I feel like the Raider. I mean, the Raiders have one of the best offenses in the league, so I think they could definitely benefit from adding a piece on the defensive side of the football. I don't know. They just need their whole O line not to get COVID, and maybe they'll be able to play a little oh, bit. That's true. Uh, continue on, Chiefs Broncos. Chiefs dominated, but it wasn't really about Mahomes. He didn't throw for a touchdown. He only had twelve fantasy points. I think it was like two hundred total passing yards. This one was more about the defense, special teams, and the Broncos got destroyed in the first snow game of twenty twenty. Well, yeah, it's a snowy game. I don't expect a lot of uh, a lot of passing yards. Um, one thing though, one thing to note is that. I read this thing on NFL.com saying that if if Drew Locke doesn't play a lot better, that the um, the Broncos are going to look at Sam Darnold in the offseason, which I uh, definitely interesting to see that. Yeah, I think Sam Darnold is better than Drew Locke. Definitely. Uh, Broncos, <laughs> they haven't figured out a quarterback since 2015, so it's been five years of waiting for that, those Broncos fans. All right, next game. Chargers Jacks, Chargers one by ten. I think Justin Herbert is right now the favorite to win offensive rookie of the year. I know there's so many good rookies right now, but he's just been playing levels above everyone else. Yeah, Justin Herbert is a stud. Um I mean, if if I were to do a redraft, would you if you're the Redskins or the football team, would you take Herbert over Chase no. Young? I don't think no. so, but it's just something to think about. Because I think that Chargers team next year, when they get Derwin James back on the defense, I think they're going to be very good. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't really see the in a redraft. Maybe he goes to the Dolphins, but I mean, otherwise, this is he's playing so good because the Chargers have so many weapons. They have weapons in a place. Miami also has weapons. The Bengals all have weapons. The team teams with the good weapons, they, the quarterbacks are playing good. If you look at teams like the Giants who don't have a good O-line, and they don't have weapons, or the Jets, the quarterbacks don't play as well. Sam Donald is playing with a couple of deck chairs and some chess pieces. I mean, it's he really only has Jamison Crowder. 
They traded away Robbie Anderson. They traded away Le'Veon Bell. He's got a 40-million-year-old running back and one decent wide receiver that went undrafted. I mean, it's – and he still plays pretty decent. He made the Jets go 7-9 last year. That's why I think if you're the Broncos and Drew Locke continues his poor play, I think you definitely get yeah. him. And the Broncos are going to get Court and Sutton back, and they already have a bunch of young the Broncos are be The Broncos are going to be stacked next year if they can get Darnold. I really think that they can take off. Yeah. Niners, Patriots. Patriots got romped. No other way to talk about it. The Patriots' defense for years has been decent or elite. It's just awful. They can't tackle. No run defense. I think, I think it's time to go for a rebuild. Rebuild the rest of this season. Unless if, if we beat the Bills this weekend and then we beat the Jets because we'll beat the Jets next weekend and we go 4-4, four and four, I say you try to stay the course, at least to try to make the playoffs this year. But if we lose the Bills, deal everyone you can at the trade. Yeah, line. I definitely agree. If you fall – how many wins you got? Three? Okay, two. yeah. If you, if you fall to two and five, then I would definitely start trading some guys away because – Cam is not looking very good right now. I would definitely think about dealing Gilly. Um, if if someone calls for Nikhil Harry, then you have to. I feel like you have to deal him because he is just he's not very good right now. If someone gives you a seventh, I don't think anyone wants Nikhil Harry. Someone gives you a seventh for Nikhil Harry, you got to just do it. Anything you can get out of him, sell sell everyone. I mean, he's he's my favorite Patriots wide receiver, despite his poor play. So I mean, I would be disappointed. Uh, continue on Sunday Night Football, the best game of the season so far. Seahawks Cardinals. If you're the Seahawks, you've got to make a move during the trade deadline. But this game is more about the Cardinals. We said last week that it could be close, and we could see it going either way. And at in the end, Car- the three interceptions from Russell Wilson got the better of them. Yeah, I feel like definitely if Russell Wilson doesn't throw those picks, the Seahawks win the game. So I'm not gonna take too much out of like. I'm not going to say all oh, the Seahawks aren't good, but this definitely showed us that Arizona can definitely ball with the big boys. You see Justin Simmons finally, finally make a play. This whole year he has not been very good, but he finally goes out, makes a play, picks that ball off in overtime. And allows them yeah, to Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons with them down down field. And then the Bears, Rams. Rams defense again with another great game. But I think Nick Foles was not the move for the Bears. He, I don't know. He's just a bigger, slower Mitchell Trubisky, in my opinion. I feel like if you the my problem with the Bears is that Matt Nagy is not very creative with his play call. You don't, you never see, like you, you don't see any screens. You don't see, you don't see anything different. You're you're giving the defense the same look every single time, and you got to do something. I mean, you can't can't just allow the defense to know what you're doing. So I definitely got to work in some screens and get get um get the back the ball more. I feel like you definitely got to run the ball more with some bad quarterback play. I don't know. Yeah, he's been trying to put in that run game, run game, but David Montgomery cannot find the holes. I don't know. Nick Foles is slightly more accurate than Trubisky, but otherwise he's thrown a pick, a minimum one pick in the last four games that he started. So, I mean, the turnovers really have not changed. For the Bears, so they're still five and two, perfectly fine. But they're definitely going to need to pick it up if they want to try to win the NFC yeah. North. All right, another new segment I'd like to add this week are your fantasy. Since we missed the waiver wire, for your fantasy boom and busts for quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. 
You can go first, quarterback. My boom of the week. Let me let's let's go over here. Boom of the week. Let's check out the matchups we got. I'm I like Jimmy Garoppolo against the Seahawks. I like it. Jimmy Garoppolo against the Seahawks. Seahawks have a poor secondary. I know that they just got Dunlap, but he's not going to be playing this week, so they're not going to have any help in the pass rush. And I know Jamal Adams is out there, but that's only one guy. Yeah, you have to be able to cover everyone. So I like I like Jimmy G against the against the Seahawks. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Herbert against Denver this week. Um, although it, last week Patrick Mahomes really didn't do that much. He's been playing very good. His worst fantasy game was 15 points, and the rest of them have been minimum 22. So I feel like he can definitely have another boom week this week. He's definitely uh, the, one of the best waiver wire pickups if you pick them up this week. So not this week, just in, during the season. So that's definitely my boom this week for the quarterback. Uh, my bust this week for quarterback. Uh, I think it's going to be Josh Allen against New England. I think the Buffalo probably wins, uh, but I think Josh Allen is definitely the bust because the Patriots like to have him throw under pressure. And he definitely has done, I think, minimum like four picks in the last six games against the Patriots. So. My bust is probably going to be a Roethlisberger against Baltimore. Uh, definitely. I don't like that matchup. I don't think he's going to get a lot of points. He had 12 points last week, and their defense, or the Titans' defense, isn't even that good. So definitely, I wouldn't start him. Yeah. Uh, my boom for the running back this week. Um, I think for my running back move, I might, I'm going to go with Todd Gurley tonight. The Carolina has a very weak, weak run defense. I think both teams have weak run defense. So Mike Davis also is definitely a boom option for this week. But I definitely have, think Todd Gurley has probably has like 25 points. All right, for my boom at the running back, if Miles Sanders doesn't start, then I would take Boston Scott Sunday night football against – Dallas, if Miles Sanders does start, I'll take Miles Sanders. Definitely. One of those two is going to pop off. All right. My bust for this week is DeAndre Swift against that stout Indianapolis defense. I just don't like the matchup. And fantasy owners have seen him score a touchdown in the last two games, but I just I don't think he's going to do it this Let's week. See. Oh, my bust is going to be... I'm going to go with Zeke. I don't think I know that the Eagles' defense isn't very good, but the the safeties are going to be able to push up the whole game with Ben DiNucci at quarterback. So definitely look for – if you have Zeke, I probably wouldn't start him this week. Yeah. My boom for wide receiver this week is either Travis Fulgham against a very weak, uh, weak Cowboys secondary. I think that he could put up similar numbers that – uh, Terry McLaurin put up last week uh, because he's really the only wide receiver that isn't injured for the for the Eagles. And another boom I have this week is Tyreek Hill against the Jets. I think that that's a really great matchup for him. And I think he has to bounce back week after a pretty slow week right, last my week. My bust at wide receiver, or my boom at wide receiver, is going to be Tyler Boyd going up against the um, the Titans. Titans give up a lot of fancy points, definitely. Definitely, if I if you have him, definitely put him in. Tyler Boyd's kind of a beast this year in the slot position over there, so he's got good connection with Burrow. Another boom, I would go with. Let's see, AJ Brown, AJ Brown for Tennessee. If he starts, I think he will start this week. I don't I don't remember if he's 
got an injury or not. His knee held out of practice on Thursday, so we'll see about that. But if A.J. Brown plays, definitely take A.J. Brown against Cincy. Yeah, my bust for this week is probably Cooper Cup against a sneaky good Miami secondary. I think he he hasn't really played well all season, but, I mean, I think he's the bust. All right, my bust is going to come as a surprise to some. Adam Thielen, I don't think he's going to play that well. Still start him because he's got potential, but I don't think Cousins is going to play very well against Green Bay. Yeah. All right, my two busts for tight end are George Kittle against a very weak Seattle defense and Noah Fant against the Chargers defense that gives up a lot of touchdowns to tight ends and targets to tight ends. I'd watch out for those two. My boom is going to be Jonu Smith. I would definitely take any Titans player this week against the Bengals. Bengals defense isn't very good. I think Jonu Smith finds the end zone. Yeah. Another boom this week would probably be um, Darren Waller against Cleveland. Uh, I saw that Drew Sample, although he didn't get in the end zone last week, got a lot of targets inside Cleveland defense. So I'd be prepared for that. Uh, My bust this week is probably Hayden Hurst. He's had a lot of garbage time points, and I think the Carolina defense plays pretty decently on him. So I think he's the best. For For boss, I'm going to go Evan Ingram, just purely because I don't think that uh, Daniel Jones is going to be able to find him the ball a lot against Tampa Bay. Yeah, also he dropped the sealer last week, so I think he might just get zero targets the whole year. All right, continuing on, we've got week eight. Pickums are going to go very fast through this. We're just going to say one word, and it's going to be the team that wins. So, Falcons, Panthers tonight. Who you got? I got Panthers. Next game, Vikings. Uh, I'm going to go with the Packers. Packers. Yeah, easy money. All right. Titans, Bengals. I'm going to go Titans. Chiefs, Jets. Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. Chiefs, Chiefs. Those first three games are pretty self explanatory. All right, Colts, Lions. Uh, I'm going to go with Lions. I think Philip Rivers has a good game. I think that Philip Rivers makes too many turnovers, so I'm going to go with the Lions. Steelers, Ravens. I'm going to go Steelers. Steelers. stay undefeated. Yeah, I think it's definitely a confidence demotivator for Lamar if he loses this week. Rams, Dolphins. I'm going to go Dolphins. I think the Rams will get it done. I think Tua wins his first start. I don't know. We'll see about that. Pills, Patriots. I'm going to go Patriots. You said Bills, Patriots? Uh, I'm going to go with the mm-hmm. Bills. Yeah. I, I, I'm just a Patriots fan. So. <laughs> Raiders, Browns. Yeah, definitely. I'm Raiders. Raiders. John Gruden gets it done. Chargers, Broncos. Chargers, Broncos. I'm going to uh, go Chargers. Yes, definitely. Justin Herbert. Yeah. There's some momentum there. There's no momentum for the Broncos. Saints, Bears, Saints. Saints. Come on. Seahawks, mm. Niners. I'm going to go really? Niners. I think the Seahawks will win that game. I think the Niners are going to win. I, I don't know. I, I just have a weird feeling. Eagles, yep. Cowboys, Eagles. And then Buccaneers. Okay, yeah, nothing to say about that. That one's just, if you have a fantasy player on the Buccaneers, watch out. Big numbers in that game. All right, and then we got our top ten teams for this week. Okay, who you got? All right, let me go to my notes. All right, number ten, I've got the Rams. They had a big win against the Bears. 
Uh, number nine, I'm going to go with the Bills. They dropped a little bit because they couldn't freaking score a touchdown against the Jets. Number eight, I've got the Saints. Not a lot of movement there. I just We just got to wait until they become healthy. Number seven, I have the Ravens. Lamar's been pretty mediocre with the passing, so can't really move him around too much. Uh, Titans at number six, they lost, but they played very well. So I, I, they lost to a very good Steelers team. Uh, number five, we got the Buccaneers. They're very good, um, but I'm not quite ready to put them over to the Seahawks just because I think Russell Wilson is an absolute beast. So number four, I've got the Seahawks. Th- th- those two are pretty much interchangeable. Number three, I have the Packers. I know all oh, the Packers are over the Buccaneers. Well, I still think the Packers are very good, and I think Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady is right now. Right oh, now he is. God. And then number okay. two, I have the Chiefs. And number one, I've got the Steelers, a new number one. I'm ready to buy in on the Steelers hype. Hell of a defense. Roethlisberger does need to play a lot better, though, so we'll, we'll check in on, on that. Again, you're sleeping on the Cardinals. I don't understand it. I really don't. I got number 10. I got Rams. They beat the Bears, but it's the Bears. So that doesn't really make it. Nine? They were 10 last week, but it's nine. I have the Cardinals. I'm buying in on the Cardinals. I think Ross right now is the MVP favorite, but Kyler Murray's sneaking up there. He is sneaking up there. He's been playing very well. Number eight, I got the Bills. No touchdown against the Jets, but they're still 5-2 and two and still leading the division. Uh, number seven, I have the Seahawks. Despite them being 5-1, and one, they have absolutely no defense, and Russell Wilson cannot play lights out for the rest of the season. They're really going to have to figure that out, and I think the trade deadline is when they do it. Number six, I have the Titans. A loss this week against the Steelers, but, I mean, it was close. It, they would have won in overtime if they made the field goal, so I strongly believe that. Five, I have the Packers. Uh, another pretty easy win. They seemed pretty easily beat up on not very good team, so I need them to play another semi-decent team, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, number four, I have the Ravens, 5-1, and one, coming off a bye. We'll see how they play the Steelers this week. It'll definitely be an interesting game. Three, I have the Buccaneers, and you might be wondering, why, why are they at three? They're the best team in the NFC, and that's why they're number three. It's pretty plain obvious. I mean, unless some other NFC team comes over and beats them, they're going to stay up in the top three for the rest of the season. Number two, I have the Steelers, 6-0. and They're very close to the number one Chiefs, but they're not there yet. They're going to have to beat the Ravens. If they beat the Ravens, they'll be my number one. Nice. That's it. Nice, nice, I don't understand why you sleep on the Cardinals. They're a very good team. They weren't in your top ten last week, and they won. They're still not in your top ten. So I can't put them ahead of the Rams because they don't have a very good defense. So, but you still have the Saints in after a close game to the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, but the Seahawks are your number fourteen. They have the same record. The Cardinals have a better record. I don't know. It was questionable choices from Zoo here. But that's all it from the Zoo and Goo Podcast Week 5. I'll see you later.